Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you back. are good timing with the good timing bug. Let's go. Let's get after it. It has been a minute. We uh, actually started this podcast. Had to start over because we wanted to determine when the last time we put out a fucking podcast. It was a hot mic. Somebody said the n word. We had to abort. It was, the, it was the cat. <laughs> I want my cat on the hot plate. You know. It was. Uh... March? It was March 19th. March 19th, you say? Yeah, and we titled that episode, We're Back? Question, Question mark. mark. But with now, ladies and gentlemen, tongue in cheek. we're titling this episode, We're Back! With an exclamation mark. Yeah! Let's go! Here we go! We're back! Definitely going to be consistent from here on out. This was the Herald. Yeah, shout out Harold. Shout out Harold for hitting us up on fucking Facebook always. and be like, why the fuck aren't you guys putting out more podcasts? Why are you guys it's pussies? Like, That's busy. what he said. But... You're right. Should be doing it. Should be doing it. Might as well be doing something while you're doing nothing. <laughs> so, from March 19th to June 29th. Juneteenth. Ooh, I'm about to be 30 in two days. Juneteenth. Hey, represent Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Happened, yep. but that's June 19th. Yep, and the Queers, Queer Month. Let's that's go. true. Queers and Blacks. Shout Let's out. Go. Shout out, Queers and Blacks. They got yeah, the, your uh, birthday's in. You barely escaped. Black and queer month. Last nice. uh, last podcast before I'm 30 years old. Maybe. I did barely escape Pride Month. Queer month. Queer. So, um, so that's coming up. But between March 19th and now, quite a bit has happened. Devin turned 30. Devin turned. Yeah, Devin was in town. Uh, I played Mexico, Circus Mexicus. Shout out. Um. Coop. Coop, playing gigs with Coop. Shout out Coop. Jeremy Graham since then? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Uh, maybe. Uh, I got a band that I put together for a big Labor Day show I got coming up. Um, let's see what else. Was Country Thunder since then or did we do one after Country Thunder? Country Thunder was since then. Really? Country Thunder was in April. Yeah. Whoa! Right. Hold the phone. We Hold got a lot the of stuff. fucking phone. I don't even know how we're going to get to it all. Yeah, we got time. That's true. I don't know how we're going to remember it all. We're not. Okay. That's the beauty of being drunk at all the big events in your life. You only pick up on key aspects and the important parts. Country Thunder this year a lot smoother than last year, though. A thousand times smoother. If you guys recall Country Thunder last year, it was like we left with like two hours to spare, or like that we would have by the time we got there, a two hour extra window. And we ended up getting on stage two minutes before showtime. I somehow beat Coop there. <laughs> beat Coop, Coop putting his pants and boots on and away the show went. He was running. And uh, so that was, and so like we were pulling on the side of the road trying to get around. Anyways, that was last time. This time... Well, and also last time, you played the very last show of the whole Country Thunder. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Close the show out. Close the show out. And this time, we had to get there early. Play the first show. Play the first show. Yeah, and I played the first show with uh, the Salt River String Band, the band that uh, I'm a big part of. Like, I'm a guitar player with Coop, but yeah. like a big part of big, Salt River yeah, String Band. Yeah. It's just me, Lauren Caston. Shout out Lauren Caston. Shout out Lauren Caston. Gonna get all these people on the podcast eventually. It's coming. We were supposed to do it with Coop. Haven't got to. Actually, we were supposed to do it with Coop at Country Thunder. Yeah, we're also supposed. We also got to do it with Tall Paul. Got to do it with Laura. Got to do it with Josh Williams. Tall Paul and Josh Williams. Got to do it with everybody. We did do it with Shane Britt. 
So go back Shout and check Shane that out. Brett. Shane makes a fun appearance in the Circus Mexica story for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, but this year for Country Thunder, it was super easy. <laughs> like, we left with a bunch of extra time. We, we both were like, we're from, not going to get fucked this time. We bailed from work early. Got right in. Got right in. Did not yeah. have to slow down. Had too much time to, like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we played the gig with Salt River String Band. Went fucking great. Sounded fantastic. Sounded great. They had good sound guys. And uh, then went back and then went back three days later. Oh, I went up to Christopher Creek Lodge, played a sweet, played a sweet set of shows, played three shows over two days up at Christopher Creek, which is up in the mountains. Got to stay in a badass log cabin just right next to the stage. And I woke up in the morning. Yeah, I woke up in the morning, opened the back door. There's a bunch of elk in my backyard. Nice. It was sick. And, uh, but then I had to get back down to the valley because we had to get down to Florence to play the second round of gigs. Were you there? You weren't there I for that one. And uh, yeah, I just got there, left super early. Once again, no traffic. Got right in and uh, hung out with Paul and Laura. And then I played a show with them. Uh, as they did their duo Pompous Baggers set and I just played uh, some lead guitar on it then I had about a two hour break and then I was on stage for the like eight o'clock show with Coop Coop it went fucking great too so that was this year's Country Thunder one yeah it was fantastic who we see this year I didn't see, I only went the one day with you yeah we didn't really stick around and it. then we stayed for a little bit walked around with Tall Paul and shit uh, for a little bit. Oh, yeah, then we went over to their RV. Yeah. And then we're like, we're fucking exhausted. Yeah. And I had to get up for the next show. So it's like, we'll just bail. That was Thursday. We had to get up for work. Oh, yeah, we had to get up for work, and then I had to go up to the gigs. Yeah, that's that right. was Thursday. I forgot about that. Yeah, we did that on Thursday. So, Country Thunder 2022, huge success. Um, What was after that? So far, 2022's been fucking just full of success. 2022's been full of surprises. Full, yeah. Full of fun. What else? What else? All right. Well, I mean, I feel like there was other shit before oh, Circus Mexicus. There definitely was. Hold on. Or tell what you got. Fuck, dude. I don't know. We, I've just been fucking too many pool parties at the fucking district <laughs> lost, dude. Every weekend. There's been a lot of fucking pool parties. You fucking play at country. You play at Whiskey Row, which is a f- ten minute walk, and then yeah. it's like, hey, let's all just go party over there. Yeah, it's just a, such an easy transition. Now it's hot enough you can be in the pool at fucking three in the morning. I know. As long as you got enough propane to power the forklift. Oh boy. And uh, I can't find it. But, uh, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of, I mean, I've just been, I've been all over the map. Went back home, saw the fam. You've been back home twice, haven't you? Yeah, but not since we recorded last. Went back, saw my new niece, and uh, she's great. Going back again in a couple weeks Yeah. camping trip with the boys. Just about two weeks. Two Just weeks from yeah. tomorrow. Two weeks from tomorrow, we take. Two well, weeks from tomorrow, we're taking off, baby. Oh yeah. I got band practice that day. Of course. Why wouldn't you? You gotta get that band practice in before your fucking flight, dude. Gotta hustle, baby. Oh, 
I created my new logo. Yeah. You know, got it made, and now we got that's, fucking and it's fucking dope. sweet merch on the way. I'm not gonna give away what it is, but uh, it's sweet merch. If you follow like the Good Time of Buds and me on Instagram, it'll be posted soon. God, it's gonna be dope. But the uh, logo's up there now, and yeah, it turned out great. There's something about having a logo that really solidifies kind of. It's exciting. It is exciting. It's like, yeah, now I have a logo. I have, image. A, I have an image behind what I do. Now we've we got proof of concept. This is how we market it. Yes, yeah, it's all about branding. We need stickers. Let's go branding. The Sailor Say Branding. <laughs> so that's been going on. All right, I'm just going to jump into Circus Mexicus. I'm going to yeah. try to do this as quick as possible. It's going to take a minute, though. Yeah. All right, so. So it turns out it's a good thing I didn't go because there was a lot of technicalities or something, but it sounds like a story that I would have very much liked to have been a part of. There's always next year, and we'll figure that out. Figure out the uh, wristband situation. Yeah, this year, logistically, it is good that you weren't able to make it uh, because you had to go to a wedding. Oh, the wedding? Yeah, I'll tell my wedding story. Yeah. That was a fucking hell of a time. All right, so I Coop asked me, are you coming down to Mexico? They do this big fucking festival down there for Roger Klein who's just an Arizona legend I mean people fly from all over the country that guy that played down when I played for Coops uh, or at that camp out we even talked about the camp out no what was that after I think the camp out was after fucking uh, Country Thunder so none of there's yeah, still the camp so, out to talk about well yeah there's, that's what I'm saying there's stories and as we tell stories they'll come to us okay. but we'll just have to Play the balls as they lie. We're just going to have to yeah. stay with the Circus Mexico story. All right. So, anyways, giant festival down in Mexico, Puerto Penasco, Rocky Point, called Circus Mexicus. And I'd always heard about this. I've always wanted to go down there. And Coop was like, we're going down to Mexico. Are you coming to play? I was like, I'm in. Let's fucking do this. I got my passport. I'll be good. And because uh, Rocky Point is like an hour and a half South of the border. South of the border. South of the border, and, huh? Uh, and it's like a four-hour drive total. Pretty easy. So I go, yes, I'll be there. We play Sunday. We play Sunday. And I've got to play a game. But i got to get down there Saturday night. The border closes at 8 p.m., which is a problem. Because i got a gig in Gilbert until 3 p.m. On Saturday. On Saturday. And so I play the gig. And I just haul ass out of there. And right before I leave, the sound guy's like, did you get your Mexico insurance? I was like, what is that? And he's like, you got to get auto insurance if you're going to go down to Mexico. So if anything happens down there and they drive a little wild, your insurance company can't do anything. You're, in a, you're in, in, across the border. You're in a completely another country. They can't cover that. So I got that. So I'm headed down there. I stop. I get the Mexico insurance for two days, like 66 bones. And uh, I get to the border. And I've realized right before I left... Now, my passport's expired, but it's not like it's been expired a long time. It's like, oh, my passport's last a long time. I'm sure I'm fine. I got it in 2012. So this was on May. This was in May. I got it in 2012 in March. It expired in March 2022. And so I was like, fuck, there's no way to get it by in like eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm going to take my birth certificate and I'm just going to chance it. And so I go over the border. On the way across, of course, into Mexico, you just give them the nod and they let you go. All of a sudden, I'm in Mexico, blasting tunes. And you get out of this kind of 
little town called Sonoida with a Y right over the border. You get through there, take these few winding roads, and then all of a sudden you're just on this two-lane road that goes way out into the Mexican desert, and you're just driving around going, this better be the way, because it's all just desert. And uh, anyways, you drive for like an hour and a half, you start seeing signs, and all of a sudden there's like giant hotels on the horizon, so you know the beach is on the other side. And uh, anyways, I get there. I got to find everybody. It's this giant festival. I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where my hotel is. I don't know the hotel number. I know nothing. So I go, well, I'm going to be able to call Coop. I get down there. I've got no cell service. So I drive around Puerto Penasco trying to find a signal. I end up in like this weird part of town at the end of this dead end road. I turn around and all the cars are trying to get out. So I'm stuck in like a traffic jam at the end of the road. I'm the only white guy for sure. This is not in the like touristy part of town. Anyways, I finally get out of there, get back to my hotel, and somehow I get a signal. I call Coop. He doesn't answer, so I text Shane Britt. Shout out to Shane Britt. He finally gets back to me, and they go, you got to come over to Bandito's. That's where the show is. That's where, like, this big party's going on. Roger Klein's playing the headlining show. We go over there, and Coop comes out. He gives me, like, a wristband and a, like, laminated lanyard. And that, it says artist on it. And he goes, that pretty much gets you in anywhere. And so we're all hanging out. Shane comes up. He gives me two edibles. I go, all right, let's pop. So, and all of a sudden there's these fire dancers. And then Roger Klein's show starts. So we start walking down there. I'm walking with like Shane and TJ and TJ's dad, AJ, and um, a few people. And they go, you want to go backstage? I was like, fuck yeah. So we go backstage and there's a bunch of people hanging out back there because if you have the lanyard and if you like paid a bunch of extra money, like you could be back there. So everybody's hanging out there drinking beers. I end up talking to Jamie Lynn Wilson, who is this badass chick out of Texas. And we just fucking start jiving. And we're just watching the show. We're talking shit. And uh, we just like hang out the whole night. And then... She has to go with Coop and the guy that she's been playing with, Ryan Colwell. Glad I didn't forget sure. that. Go and play. And um, they go play a set. And hang out. Hang out with those guys. Set ends. We go out at like 2 in the morning of this like six-person round acoustic set. I wasn't playing. I was just watching the young gun down there. So I got a little bit of work before I could play down there. <laughs> but I know that. It's like... I'm on a long trajectory here. I'm not playing the short game. I'm playing the whole game. I'm playing 18. I'm playing right. 18. And uh, so anyways, they finish up and I'm hanging out with Coop and Jamie Lynn and Ryan Colwell. And it's like, we get tacos and party into the night. And then the next day, wake up, I go out. We're, we've got an 11th floor balcony overlooking the ocean. It's like, I'm getting paid to do this. When I got that picture, I was just like, oh, that looks... Fucking amazing. Yeah. It, uh, it was fucking great. And then Coop's like, all right, I got a show over at Chi Chi's or something like that sure. in an hour. <laughs> it's at 11. Uh, it's like an hour show. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to the show. We're going to do an hour, have some breakfast, and then we're going to come back. This is what Coop's saying. He's going, my goal is to lay and float around in the lazy river all day. And I go, yeah, that's all I'm trying to do too. I want to hang out, maybe go on the beach a little bit. It'll be great. Anyways, we hop in Coop's vehicle and 
you go tearing through town and then you cross this like long strip of sand that leads to kind of this other little part of town. But it's just like a long strip of sand. And we get there and it's like, we got 15 minutes till showtime. We're not getting breakfast. The place is fucking... (laughs) uh, Didn't you guys leave the hotel with like 30 minutes until showtime? Yeah, and he's like, oh shit, it's like 15 minutes from here. (laughs) And he's like, everybody's got bets and I'm going to be late. (laughs) He's like, well... So we get there, place is super fucking packed to the gills. And so Coop gets up there and he's doing his hour and they got beer like right next to the to where he's playing where they got the mic and speakers and stuff set up. Everybody's up on this kind of roof little area with an overhang. There but there's a bunch of tables it's fucking packed in. But right next to Coop is a guy selling like beers for $3. Shots for three dollars or shots for two dollars, like just well tequila. It's gonna get crazy. Now keep in mind, I was in sober June at this point. <laughs> you were also in Mexico, so. but I was also in Mexico. Long story short, I haven't made it to the end, of June. <laughs> uh, or I didn't make it to the end of June. But uh, but then I go, you know what? Well, I mean, I I already broke that promise last night, so <laughs> so I go. Well, we're probably gonna end up getting tequila. So I go, I'm gonna get a shot of tequila and a beer, and I go, you know what? I'm just gonna get a beer and a water because there are pretty decent odds that I'm gonna get a shot. Now within the next time Coop finishes song, he goes, let's get the band up here, let's take some shots together. <laughs> and so we take tequila shot, sit back down. Turns out I know a ton of people there, and they they know me. Like that's kind of cool. And anyways, so the gig keeps going on, and Coop has me come up and do a song I do hungover nice. can't stand the pain it seemed like the right vibe everybody was after a long Saturday that night. video of Coop <laughs> walking up with a shot I know so there's a video where I'm like right at the end you of that course or something that on social media where is that it's on your phone Coop send it oh to I you. share it on Facebook but I okay. I would have to figure out a way to clip it out to put it on yeah. Instagram I would like to even just that little part yeah okay I gotta remember to do that yeah that's fucking perfect he just like creepily walks up, not creepily, but just like sneaking on stage, like ears are shot. And right before the last line of the chorus, I stop, I reach over, take the shot, and then finish. And the I'm pretty sure the next line is hungover, and I can't stand the pain or something. It's, yeah, I can't remember exactly when the video comes. Remind me after this so I can figure out how to get that video. But uh, anyways, so one hour show. It goes about three and a half hours. And Coop claims he took like 30 shots. Coop claims he took 33 shots. He probably did take like 12 to 16. He took a lot of shots. I would say probably more than 12. And I would say definitely more than 12. Let's say 15 to 16. What, maybe 17. What time did the show start? Show started at 11. <laughs> we were out of there at about 3.30. Yeah. Yeah. We are out, the, out of there at 3.30. So that's four and a half hours. Yeah. And we go... We got to get some food in all of us, but especially Coop, because we got to go on and play a show at five. With Coop. At, with Coop at Bandito's. So it's like me and Shane and Coop and um, Bobby Joe and Leah and, God, who, oh, and Jared Britt and his wife and who else was there? I can't remember, but there we go. We got to get some food in all of us. Plus, for the last at least half hour, maybe hour of the show, Coop would finish the song and then Shane would be like, Coop, let's go get something to eat. And <laughs> you hear Coop go, this next song. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get out of there about 3.30. We go get some food. 
And uh, then we go play Banditos. And by B- Banditos, everybody's pretty tuned up. You can see it in one, another video that was posted. I think that was on my Instagram. But just like Johnny's face, is, he's a bass player. His face is like, he's had a couple beers that day, a couple shots. And uh, everybody's getting a little wild. And uh, But we, I mean, we play a great show. And... Um, <laughs> Coop message or Coop commented on that uh, video. He was like, "Things went a little sideways after that." And I said, "Hey, still played a great show." And he just texted me back, "Tequila." <laughs> so we play that show, and then we go catch Jamie Lynn and Ryan playing a show that night. And then it's Shane's like, "All right, it's Sunday night." By this point, I've already decided I'm not making it back to work because I would never a I've had too much to drink, but b I wouldn't be able to make the border anyway. Right. So it's like, well, I guess I'm just going to commit to the night, obviously. But, like, I'm going to commit to the night. Let's party. So Shane comes up to me and he goes, we're going to go over to uh, Teefee's. There's this big house party. You down? And I go, yeah, I'm down. And uh, and I go ask Jamie Lynn if she wants to go. And I ask somebody else if they want to go. They all say no. So it's like Shane, me, maybe. Oh, and Jared and his wife. We hop in chain side by side and go ripping through the desert like 20 minutes, like deep out there. And we pull up on this just sort of light on the hill in the darkness of, and at that point, Ghetto Cowgirls playing. That's the band that Mark Norman's in, not the comedian. Mark the Norman, the, the should be councilman, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Something. Ran for something political. On the way down to uh, Puerto Penasco, there was a Mark Norman, elect Mark Norman sign. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. So ghetto ghetto cowgirls playing, they sound great, um, and we just walk up this house and there's a stairway that goes up to a flat roof that everybody's just hanging out watching the concert from way above. We're just crushing beers and uh, long story short, is there beers up there like behind? No, we kept having to go down, but uh, and we're talking to some people and some girls and stuff, and then Shane. Talking to these girls and Shane's like, let's go get some food. The black moods are playing at this point. Shane's like, let's go get some food. So we go down and get some food. All of a sudden, Shane's talking to this girl. Good looking girl. And I go, fuck. And I'm a little bit high. Shane gave me another couple edibles. I'm pretty high on this <laughs> And, uh, because it was drunk and high and then drunk again. It's Mexico. <laughs> it's the 90s. And, uh. Should have drank the water. <laughs> and Shane's talking to this girl. And by this point, Jared and his wife had left. So it's just me, Shane, and this girl. And so I go, fuck. I don't know how to get home. I, I'm kind of too messed up to try to hail a cab. So it's like, I either got to ride this out or I got to be like... hail Hitler. Hey. Or I could just be like, Shane, you want to like take me back and like we'll go back. You can take this chick somewhere or whatever. And um, so I go up to Shane when she had kind of stepped away. I go, Shane... You want to, like, give me a lift home? Like, are you... Looks like things are going pretty well for you. He goes, what are you talking about? And I go, looks like things are going pretty well for you with that girl. And he goes, dude, that chick's into you. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, I've been spitting game for you the whole time. And I go, I had no idea. And he goes, I suggest you stay out a while longer. And so I go, you know what, all right. So, uh, all of a sudden, so I decide, all right, focus time, game time. I talked to her for a while, and I'm talking to her, starting to hit it off, and Shane's like, let's jump in the side-by-side, go get more beer. So we drive to this kind of middle-of-nowhere Mexican mart, 
in this side by side. We hop out. My eyes have got to be pretty red. And I walk in. We get some beers. We walk out. And then Shane's like, I'm going to step away from it. So he steps away. I'm talking to him. We're having a couple beers. And we lean in. And all of a sudden, this suburban out of nowhere comes screaming in. It's her family. And they go, I can't even remember what her name was. They go, hey. And she goes, hey. And she runs over there. And she's like, come meet my family. And I walk up there with a hand, two handfuls of beers looking a little out of it <laughs> and going, hey. And uh, well, they do were pretty your, cool. Do you have your laminated thing on at this point? Uh, yeah. This says artist? I that do. Gets you out of, that gets you out of, It okay. does help. It's like, hey, I'm playing here. It <laughs> does help. And so I go, hey, and I meet her family. And uh, <laughs> you got to meet my family. It's like, I don't know. She's I don't like, want to. Especially right now. Good Christian folk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we meet them and then we end up, we hop on the side by side and I go, maybe we're headed back towards the hotels. Because I have no idea where we are. We're just we're ripping off back into the night. Drinking beers, obviously. That's and all of a sudden we pull back on the party. And I go, fuck. <laughs> it's game time again. Because there's a shitload of people there. And I'm pretty high at this point. And uh, yeah, we go back in and we go back on the roof and we're watching the show and her and I start Make it out. And <laughs> as you do. As you do. In public, which is just fun, but not ideal. You always, it's always like, you want to take this somewhere a little more private? But uh, anyways, we do that on the roof for quite a while. <laughs> quite a while. Watching the band, drinking beers. And uh, then it's like, well, we'll see where this night heads. And then she goes, she like gets a phone call. She's like, I got to run. It's like, all right, I'll catch you next time. And Shane goes... Shane comes up, he's like, was that, how was that? And I was like, she's great. And he's like, did you get her number? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I didn't get her number. I completely forgot. Is she uh, from Phoenix? Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll see her somewhere down the road. Oh, sure. But then, uh, we go back to the hotel. Just hammered at this point. I sleep a little past my alarm, maybe about a half hour. And, uh, so we go, so they're all gone. I'm the last one in the hotel at this point. So I jump in my car and I start hauling ass out of Mexico. And As you do. As you do. As you do. And I'm pulling up to... And I mean, it's early. You know, you got a slight little buzz on because there just wasn't quite enough gap. But I'm chugging water and... Not Mexican water, mind you. I'm chugging water from water bottles. And I got all my gear in the car and everything. And I'm pulling up to the border crossing about to re-enter the good old United States of America. And uh, I go through, and the guy's looking at my car, and he's like, got a lot of instruments, huh? I go, yeah, I was playing down there. And he's like, you got anybody else in the car? I go, no, it's just me. And he takes my expired passport, scans it, hands it right back to me. Then I have to go through another round of, like, inspections. Made it through, back in America, baby. So I'm headed USA. By this point, my water's long gone, and I'm getting real thirsty. It's like, I got to stop for a snack and some Gatorade. But Ajo is not like another 40 miles. So I finally make it. Oh, no. I stop in Y, which is the last town before wherever, and uh, before Mexico. And I go in. They're like, oh, you can buy Mexico insurance. The store's closed. I go, fuck. So I drive to Ajo, and I stop at the Circle K, and I walk in, and it's Jamie Lynn's booking manager. Or, like, manager. Yeah, book booking agent. And I see her, and I go, hey. And all of a sudden, I look over, and there's Jamie Lynn. And then, fuck, there's Coop. <laughs> They've left way before me, and I somehow caught up to them. 
So I hang out with them for a while. And uh, I won't, I'm not going to say on the podcast exactly what Jamie Lynn said to me. Just seems liable. But uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> Anyways. And then my response was pretty good. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I can't say that. On tape. <laughs> we're recording on tape, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're old school. We're going to press this on the vinyl. And, uh, it's, a, it's a whole thing. So I go, you know, catch you guys later. Make it back five hours late for work, but made pretty good time. And I went and cranked out another three and a half hours of hard labor. Let's go. And then I went home and I took it out. <laughs> so that was Circus Max Kiss. I'm sure I left a few things out. But it was a wild, groovy little time. Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. It's the most. Dude, okay, here's the last thing about Circus Max Kiss. It was possibly the most fun 30 hours I've ever had. <laughs> Not ever. I mean, there's boys trips and shit, but like... But yeah. One of the funnest it's 30 hours... It's just jam-packed of fun. Of, yeah, the last little while. Yeah. And uh, we definitely got to go next year. And uh, it was good that I went because I saw a lot of people that I knew from Phoenix. It sort of established that I was sort of really a part of the music community to people who aren't always out at my shows. Yeah. And uh, it was a like a good... It felt like a legitimate step like welcome, music career-wise. Yeah, obviously. Like, since I've been back, I've been trying to get that logo done, got it done, working on the merch, working on the album, working on more YouTube videos, working on networking, updating fucking all the dumb social stuff. So, that was a big step. So yeah. So, it was, uh, and next year we're going to do it, and it's going to be fun as fuck. Yeah, no, that's dope. That's badass. I mean, like, yeah, playing two shows at Country Thunder is fucking badass. Like, you, yeah, you've taken yeah. insane steps. Yeah. In the last couple of years, it's been fucking insane. In 2000, I think about 2022. Yeah. Country Thunder? Yeah. Camp Out? Camp Out. Circus Mexicas? You're going up to Pine for that? Oh, um, yeah. July I got thing. the Labor Day And gig. the Labor Day gig. Labor Day gig. Jim Bachman's going to be playing. Then the Roger Klein's going to be playing there. So yeah. it's going to be a huge crowd. Well, and you got the 4th of July thing. You got the 4th of July thing up in Prescott with Coop. Up in Prescott, yeah. And uh, I'm playing... Five shows over the next five nights. That's going to be fun. Um, I found out that I'm going to have like... Five six... shows over the next five nights? Uh-huh. Starting tomorrow? Starting tomorrow night. <laughs> Here's the trajectory. Tomorrow, down in Queen Creek. Three hours. Queen Creek's a distance from here, ladies and gentlemen, for those who aren't locals. What is it? An hour? It's at least an hour. Hour of 30? Hour 15? It is... It's an hour. Hour 15, depending on traffic. So down at Queen Creek tomorrow. Work tomorrow morning. Or work tomorrow. And then I jump on the road and I go up to Pine. Got two nights in Pine. Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Then I go back down to the valley. Whiskey Row, Gilbert, noon to three. And then Monday, 4th of July, up to Prescott, playing with Coop. And Jim. Jim and I are both going to play guitar. Bachman? Shout out to Jim Bachman. That's going to be dope. Who recently moved to Oklahoma. But he's already been back like twice, so. <laughs> um, anyways, so that's my schedule this week. And then, between July and August, I'm doing like six weekends where I'm not home one day. When do you, what day do you have the two shows at Whiskey Row? Next weekend. <laughs> we got Friday, Saturday, two, no. Thursday, Friday, two, Saturday? I think that's right. Tuesday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, two Saturday. <laughs> I think I got Sunday off. Let's see. JoJo's Coffee House is always There's still time. But, uh, I mean, that's... 
Well, the podcast has also been a little bit uh, <laughs> behind. Yeah. People demand too much. But, uh, yeah, no, I couldn't go to Circus Mexicus. Turned out to be decent. But I was cleaning my room, and I found a wedding invitation to my co-worker's wedding. That was that weekend. And, I was, and it was, like, on Tuesday or something. Like, it was insane that I found it and remembered yeah. that it was that weekend. But I did, and I was like, fuck, I missed this bachelor party already because they went to Mexico, and I told them I, didn't have a, I don't have a passport. But then if I missed his wedding because I was in Mexico, I'd be like, well, that's a real fucking asshole move. And he's a good buddy. I wanted to be at his wedding. And it was like, I wasn't going to know anyone there except people I work with, so it was going to be fun. Yeah. Like, I got nothing to worry Like, to a lot of people, that means you have something to worry about because it's only work people. But to me, that means I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> like, yeah, just work people. Yeah. Um, and they obviously know me. But, so I went. You played a show in Gilbert. I showed up at the show wearing my fucking... Wedding get up, which was fucking sweet, including sweet a, look, including a bolo tie. You should have got a shot for that for the Instagram. Strong I got look. a shot. I I photo bombed the groomsmen. All let me pose with a couple photos with them. Nice. So I'm gonna get one of those when they come out. And I just took a power kneel in front of all of them, chugged a beer. Nice. But <coughs> but so I showed up. I so I went to your gig after going to the pool, and then. Ubered from your gig directly to the wedding, so I was already pretty good and sauced up before I even got there. First thing I did when I got there was go into the venue. So I got there right at the same time as a couple of coworkers, but not that many people were there yet. Um, so I went in to like the actual venue, and there was a bar, so I found the bar. And I went and I ordered a Budweiser. She was like, well, it's not an open bar yet, so you have to pay for it. And I was like, that's fine. So I got a beer and then I went outside and then they like closed that area down because the groomsmen and the bridesmaids were going to be like coming out and getting ready to come out. So no one else had a beer. <coughs> so I had a beer and I was already drunk and all my coworkers started showing up. And they were like, how'd you get a beer? No one else has a beer, but Kevin's got a beer and he's got a buzz on. I'm like, what are you, how are you, how are you doing this? And I was like, I don't know. I just got here, got a beer, and now I'm hanging out. And one of the groomsmen, who's a good buddy of mine that I work with, Alec, had flew a girl. A girl flew in from Ohio, where he's from, to be his date. And she didn't know anyone, so we were just kind of hanging out because she was with the work people. And so I sat by her during the reception, and it was they did an outdoor wedding in June, and it was 110 degrees. So they were like. When it was time to start the wedding, they were like, everybody find your seat. And when we say find your seat, we mean like get over here and find a seat because we're going to start the ceremony in like two minutes. Did you ask him why they did that? Is it cheaper? Yeah, because he's an idiot. He's 20 and he's fucking dumb. Whatever. So they just rush us out and I'm sitting next to Alex's girlfriend who's up on stage or up on the altar or whatever. And she says something about I need to watch my drink or can you watch my drink? And I was like, yeah, you better, or I'm going to roofie it. And then she was like, you can't just say that. I was like, well, I can say it. It'd be way worse if I did it. And she was like, what's your name? And I was like, Bill Cosby. And at this point, I had already met her, but very briefly. I didn't know her name, and she didn't remember my name. And so, like, the ceremony starts, and, like, they're doing the vows and everything. And at one point, I lean over here, and I go, if you play your cards right, that could be us. And she just looks at me and goes, 
No, absolutely <laughs> not. So then the ceremony ends. Like it literally, we were probably outside for 15, 20 minutes. They wrapped it up quick, got everybody back inside, and then the open bar started. So now everybody's getting drinks. And I'm with my coworkers who like are pretty reserved. But I've noticed when like we're out having a good time, they'll let loose. Turn it up some. Yeah, they'll turn it up some. So we're all having drinks. And like right when the open bar started, me and one of the other guys at work were talking about drinking beer. And he got a beer, one of the first guys to get a beer, and he finished it quick. Nice. So uh, from across the wedding venue, I gave him like a fist pump. And as I brought my arm down, I hit, ironically, his brother, who just had gotten a fresh one. And knocked his Ooh. beer out of his hand. And I'm pretty drunk at this point already. And, like, everybody else knows that, too. And like, during the wedding ceremony, we were out there. And I, like, kind of leaned over and whispered. I was like, how soon is too soon to take your shirt off? <laughs> and my boss, like, my actual boss, Sam, leans over and goes, you should probably wait till at least the open bar, buddy. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. So they knew that I was fucking, I was gearing up to get going. Oh, yeah. And so the open bar starts, I spill his beer immediately, and now I feel like, fuck, everybody thinks I'm just fucking hammered. Even though it was, like, an honest mistake, like, I fucking, you know, like, you just give a guy a fist bump, and then you lower your arm, you bump somebody. But I was like, fuck, and then... There's no way to back out of it. I time. know, I know. There's literally nothing you could say. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you spill a drink, I'm not drunk. It's like, yeah, well, okay. oh, yeah, you just spilled your drink. All evidence points to... Ham- yeah. So that fucking happens, but we moved past that. And I'm sitting at a table, so they like have assigned seats at weddings. I'm sitting at a table where I don't know anyone except two guys, and those two guys are sales bros, and they didn't show up. Ooh. So I just fucking commandeer my seat at the fucking groomsmen table, nice. like while they're all up doing their stuff. I'm just sitting at their table, and then they come back, and one of the guys just happened to like leave, so I just took his seat at the nice. same table, and I just hung out with them all night, and that was all my buddies. So we just got fucking hammered. We were just chugging beers, dancing literally to every song. Like, literally, it was one of the most fun weddings I've been to. And I was talking to one of my coworkers outside, and this lady comes up to me, because I'm wearing, like, a pearl snap button-up, a blue pearl snap button-up, black jeans, black boots, a bolo tie, and a cowboy hat. Yep. And she comes up to me, because you look like somebody famous, you look like a famous country singer. And I just turn around without thinking, you want me to sign your tits? <laughs> and my coworker that I'm talking to is like, yo, bro, that's my aunt. I was like, I didn't know. Well, yeah, he's also cousins with the groom, and that was the groom's mom. <laughs> Ooh, that's funny. Like, she played it off. She kind of laughed with, like, I don't know, maybe later. And so, like, she played it off, and he was like, she's pretty cool. But I was like, I did not mean to uh, <laughs> do that. But we just fucking, we had a, it was so much fun. We were on the dance floor. Remember I was talking about taking my shirt off? We were on the dance floor and Sage, the groom, just walks up to me and fucking just rips my shirt open. And from that point on, I just had my shirt open the whole wedding. Nice. Just fucking absolutely hammered. Dude. Nice. Um, had some good luck with some bridesmaids on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> back to back songs in front of everybody. And jobs on the dance floor. No, no, not, ag- not that aggressive. Just ate them out. Yeah. Um, but then I I'm going hungry. I I ordered an Uber at like nine o'clock as my phone died, and so I just had to stand out in the driveway where the Uber dropped me off and hope that my Uber came, and it did. All right. And then she took me back to Harrison's house. Part of the reason I left so early is because all my friends like were leaving, and so I was like, well, I'm not gonna fucking 
Because they were just staying at a hotel because they were the bride. They were the bridal party. So they just stayed at a hotel. So I was like, I'm going to leave. And then I caught the end of the Beaver game. We lost. And then me, Fluff, and Harrison went out and fucking down Doug Gilbert. Nice. <laughs> it was pretty fun. It's a pretty solid weekend all around. It was a pretty fun night. I slow danced with my boss. Nice. And there was like a slow dance going on. Everybody had their significant other, and his wife was holding their brand newborn baby. Sure. And so he was just like sitting down. He looked grumpy. He was just sitting down. I just walked over, took his hand, and put him out on the dance floor. And he like rolled his eyes, and he was like, if we're dancing, I'm the lead. And then I just had to like figure out, because I barely know how to dance. So I had to figure out how to not lead, even though I can't lead either but it's tough he was spinning me around I was oh, drunk oh that sounds lovely and I was drunk alright sweaty my shirt was unbuttoned definitely you've sweaty seen me. yeah you've seen me well it's already hot out and bro we and were, you're dancing we were dancing so hard to every song it was so I didn't have a care in the world a wedding dance I and I a wedding went, dance floor is a strong dance and floor and I allegedly may have gotten some uppers from one of my buddies at the wedding I'm not gonna name any names allegedly that was pretty good. It was prescribed by doctors. Nothing crazy. It's important. But it was fun. It was a fun time. And then there was some explaining to do the next few days at work. The stories got around. There was one point I was laying in the lawn and they were pouring beer in my mouth. Nice. Yeah. So you don't remember? I mean, you I remember, remember everything. Okay. I was having a great time, dude. It yeah. was. I was having so much fun. At one point, me and Matt, who has an impressively nice mustache, me and Matt, so they put all the chairs away that we sat in in the reception. Me and Matt went, got the chairs, put them on the lawn, and we're drinking beers on the lawn, just chit-chatting. And then we both ran out of beer, so we went inside to get a beer. And they, and when the time when we were inside getting a beer, they had put our chairs away. So we just walked over, grabbed the chairs, took them back on the (laughs) lawn, and then sat down and started drinking our beers. Nice. And there were people were passing around vape weed pens and shit. Nice. It was everybody was jonesing for cigarettes, and I unfortunately didn't have any because I was quitting at the time. But people were cutting loose, dude. It was fun. It was a fun time. That's the more Christian group of the people. Yeah, all of them. Doesn't mean they don't like to party. No, dude, they were having fun, and it was mostly... If you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. It was mostly respectful, I think, probably, except for me. Yeah, there you go. I asked the groom's mom if she would, would like me to sign her tits. But she said maybe... Did you go, it's maybe, cool, I'm a comedian. She, no, she said maybe later, and I was I just tried to... I was hoping that was going to come around. There you go. At one point... So the only thing I don't remember that one of the guys swears I did... I was at the end of the night, I was just outside leaning up against one of the pillars of the barn, just tipping my hat to all the girls that came back and said, howdy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a classy move. I don't remember doing that, but he swears I did it, so I probably did. <laughs> you probably, that sounds about right. We had pulled pork sandwiches with mashed potato and asparagus. Nice. It was good. That does sound good. And they didn't run out of food, and they didn't run out of beer. It was a good party. Nice. And it was an open bar. Yeah. And I bought shots for the groom and bride. There was these two girls up there that were trying to get shots, but they didn't have their card on them. And they were like, it's for the bride and groom. I was like, I'll take care of it. Baller move. And then, uh, 
I also bought two beers off of Open Bar, so they were seven bucks a pop. And I bought a couple cocktails that were not on the open bar, and my tab was fourteen dollars, which was hey. Good. I told the lady I was like, "This isn't right." I paid for shots for the groom and bride, and they were like, "Don't worry about that." I said, "All right, if you're gonna charge me fourteen bones, that's always sweet." The bartender was a hot older lady too. That's... Uh. Yeah, that's a solid weekend. I made out with a girl in the bathroom at... Ooh, there you go. Stiller? No, not at Stiller. Where was that at? I wasn't there. Oh, they were the logo on the shirts, a word that's hard to pronounce. Doesn't matter, but I used my classic, you want to make on a porta potty line, and it fucking worked. That's wild. And I was like, there's no porta potties around, do you want to go to the bathroom? And she was like, yeah. So we went to the bathroom and made out. You know, wife her up? Yeah. That sounds like a real fucking stand-up broad. I know. I didn't catch your name or her number. Yeah, I mean, so that happened the same weekend, too. That was the night before. That might have been the night of. You won't make out and forget her and not forget to get her number. No, it was the night the before. The tale is oldest time. It was the night before because it was right before I went. you went to Mexico. Yeah, but that's still the same weekend. Yeah, same weekend, Friday. Almost had a gig. You almost had a gig? I must have had a gig. Yeah, Not Friday night? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you played Whiskey Row and Tempe. Okay. No, because then it would have been 7 o'clock and I would have probably come out and found you guys. Is it possible it was after Salt River String Band opened for Sunny Sweeney? No, that was, the, that was the weekend before. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, we opened for Sunny Sweeney. Got hammered that night. That was that was a fun night. She's a badass chick out of Texas, too. That was a fun night. And I went is. up to her, and I was like, Sunny Sweeney, Austin Sweeney. She goes, really? And I go, yeah. She goes, spelled the same? And I go, with the E-Y at the end that everybody missed? She goes, fuck yeah. We have that connection now. I did not. Expect that to pay off. I did dividends. not remember hearing a... Single one of her songs. She has a good song well, about was, uh, we drinks were, well with others. We were, it's a good line. Yeah, it is. We were trashed, obviously, and then after you played, we just were out front. Is that not the night that you guys? Oh no, because that was a weekend before. Um, all right, I'll give it my quick thing on the camp out. Oh yeah. The camp out, which happened before Circus Mexicus. Roger Klein. This is the first time I met Roger Klein. And we went out to his ranch out in Sonoida, which is like 30 miles from the Mexican border. And he has like a little ranch out there. You got to drive like way down past Tucson. It's in Sonoida, which is Sonoida on the U.S. side. Sonoida, Arizona. Sonoida, Arizona. And um, anyways, get there. We're playing the next two. We're playing that night and the next night. I get out there, I finally find it. it. Takes a little while. You gotta go down this like dirt road that's like three and a half miles long and it's incredibly bumpy. It was a fucked up road. I mean fucked up. Is it a paved highway, but just shitty or paved is it high- no, it's a paved highway and then off into what I can only describe as like mini like rock crawling. Like small version, but that much up and down and tires having to flex and 
Like, it's an like, intent. You cannot like go wash, fast. Like mudslide washout type shit. With rocks everywhere. You cannot. Fans, <coughs> I make it all the way back there. Unload the gear. We're on next. Go up there. We party that night. Or we play a great show. I'm just talking to everybody down there. I end up running into a guy from Dayton down right near Mexico in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I'm running... The wrestling coach. The wrestling Dayton. coach. Shout out to Rob Henry. Let's go. And uh, ran, ran, ran into him. But I ran into him because he was wearing beaver stuff. And I went, fucking Oregon State beaver fan? He goes, beaver I'm from Dayton. He goes, don't I know your grandfather? And I go, yeah. He's like, I used to work for him. It's like, no sh- Oh, no. He used to work for Shelburne's, actually. What an idiot. Boo, Shelburne's. And uh, and he just talked about working for Jim versus working for Sam and what he'd heard. And we jived for a while, and uh, everybody's <coughs> in. And uh, Coop and I are in this trailer with these two women, and I'm just talking shit. I'd add a few extra, and I'm just talking shit, and uh, making just super offensive jokes. And Coop's totally doing it too, and we're just fucking talking shit while these women are there. I mean, they were totally chill. They were hanging out. But, like, we were just bouncing terrible jokes on pretty much anything they brought up. And, uh, anyways, I wake up the next morning, and Coop was like, What happened? I was like, What do you mean? He's like, Did you take that woman back to her tent? And I go, No. He goes, Why not? And I go, Because I didn't think about it. He goes, Why not? I was like, Because I was pretty drunk. And he goes, dude, that was a that was a fucking layup. You offended her, and then got her laughing, flipped it, something like that. I yeah. can't remember exactly his wording. He's like, yeah, you should have fucking done it. I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? So I'm pretty hungover that next morning. Coop's got to run back to Tucson, and so I go, I'm not far from Bisbee. I'm gonna drive down over to Bisbee, have a drink. So I drive the three hour three hours. I drive like the one hour to Bisbee, go through the tunnel. Nice. And uh, just drive through a little bit of downtown Bisbee and uh, go in and have a drink at the uh, have a Bloody Mary, a nice spicy Bloody Mary at uh, the Bisbee Hotel where Sorrow of a String Band played when we did that trip. And uh, then I went out, obviously drove by Stanhope's house. Got to. Uh, nobody Did you go to Safeway? Hmm? Did you go to Safeway? I went to that gas station right by Safeway. Nice. But nobody was home at Stanhope's house. Um, not that I was peering in, but it didn't appear that anybody was home. And I drove back, and uh, this guy, or the woman from the night before, comes up to me, and she's like, I did you a huge favor. I go, what are you talking about? She's like, I think I might have hooked you up with some mushrooms. And I go, you know what? God bless <laughs> And so she, uh, so anyways... How did she know that you wanted mushrooms? I brought it up quite a bit the night before. Nice. And uh, I think we were just talking about great mushroom stories and, you know, bands you saw and trips you took and shit like that. And uh, so we, I talked to her and then this other guy comes up. He's the guy with the mushrooms. And he's like, do you want them now or do you want them like right before you go on stage? And I go, let's wait till I'm off stage. So we play another awesome gig. Bachman plays... Is he playing both nights? No, he got there that day. Anyways. And then, you know, we're taking heavy pulls from the makers that was on stage. Heavy pulls, passing around the band. 
and uh, everybody's getting pretty tuned up, but it's a really tight show. We sound great, and uh, we make it through the show, and then after that, I get the mushrooms, and it's all a little blurry after that. All I know is people came up to me in Mexico and said, hey, man, the night that I saw you at uh, whatever, I thought, I gotta do mushrooms with that guy. It's like, that's... There are worse reputations to Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can definitely hear worse. They're like, I want to party with you. And I was like, hey, let's make it happen. Let's go. You bring the mushrooms, I'll bring the dip down. And uh, I lost my phone. And, of course, I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, both because it's a travel night, camping night. You're already up early. Plus, I'm used to getting up early. So I'm up at 4.30, and I can't find my phone. And I go, it couldn't have gone far. We're out in the middle of nowhere. But I have no idea where it is. Long story short, I end up going out, walking around, looking around for about 10 minutes at a time and going back to the trailer like five times, six times, seven times because I just wanted to leave at that point. I was like, I think I probably did something not very smart or I might have said something offensive. It's probably best that I just get on the road because by the end of the night, it was, like I said, it was pretty blurry. And uh, I was like, I just probably should just get on the road, get some road miles between me and whatever happened here. I finally get my phone back at like 11 in the morning. I've been up ruminating. Where was your phone? All of that time. It was in the little room where all the guitars were, which was a gorgeous little room right next to the stage. But I walked in there earlier, and Bachman was in there sitting with his wife. So I was like, whoops, I'll walk out of here. And then once they finally got out, but they didn't leave till like 11. So I'm just waiting around. It's the last place pretty much I have left to check. I go in there, it's right on the shelf. And everybody was like, fun time last night. I was like, yeah, it was a fun time. Everything went pretty smooth. But I got out of there, and then when we were at Circus Mexicus, people were coming up and saying that shit, but then Coop told numerous people, he was like, it felt so much like a Hayden, shout out to Hayden, Hayden moved to, just the way he phrased it, he sort of gathered everybody around, he's like, here's what I know. If you want, a, if you want the funnest night ever, you get four things. He goes, you get Austin, you get mushrooms, you get nachos. He goes, and you get, and I go, what? Or he looks at me like, and you get what's fourth thing? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, a fork. <laughs> I go, okay. And apparently I did something really silly with the nachos. I still don't know. I didn't really want to know. But I did find out that at one point I was following either our bass player or somebody's bass player around where we're all just like sitting around talking shit like mimicking every movie made but I was right behind him <laughs> I love that. that's a good gag it's a good gag and I do I do remember a little bit of that but uh it was I, I can't imagine it's not something you remember immediately unless somebody yeah. brings it up I committed that hard one time at one of the bars next to Whiskey Row and Tempe in that little square the one that's kind of like indoor outdoor whatever with the turf and all the fucking games there was a guy that was just like he worked there and he's just walking around. I just fucking committed hard to follow that guy around for like a good minute. <laughs> yeah. You do that pretty often. It's fun. It's a good gag. It's fun. No, it's a I'm always down for that gag. So that was a Roger Klein camp out. That's how I made my first impression. <sighs> Turns out it was a good one. It's a good first impression. Yeah. Devin came to town. Devin came to town. Let's start that one. I gotta get a refill here. Devin turned. Will you grab me a fresh one? Yes. 
Devin turned 30. Yeah, he did. The first of a long string of 30s. Devin in May 20th, you on July 1st, and me August 9th, and Fluff September 3rd. Yeah. All turn in the dirty 30. Drake comes to town. He tells us he gets in at, uh, like, 9 o'clock. And he tells us the whole time that he's coming in, he flies into Phoenix. So, up until literally 7 o'clock, we think we got a 15-minute drive to pick Devin up at the airport. He texts us from the plane about to take off. Turns out I'm flying into Mesa, which is now a 45-minute drive from our house. So, like, our whole plan is now just fucking ruined. We basically have to get ready to leave to go pick Devin up at the airport. So we fucking... We, we leave. Devin's just... We... Well, fuck. We leave here to go pick up Devin. We get to the airport probably like... 10 minutes early. So we just start circling. We picked up some couple six-packs we could drink on the way back. But we just start circling, cracking a fresh one. Uh, just waiting for Devin. Making fun of everybody. Devin, we pick up Devin. Devin desperately wants a cigarette, but he can't have one because we're in Austin's brand new car. So Devin's just telling us all the shit that he wants to do. He wants to go to Top Golf. He wants to go golfing. He wants to go to play fucking curling. He wants to do all this shit. He wants to go to four breweries all in downtown. All this shit he wants to do. And so we're just drinking beers, you know, getting on the road back to our house, fucking hanging out with the D train. Ah, uh, uh, so I'm st- I got nothing, buddy. Well, Devin was in town, so it's gonna be a blurry weekend. It's yeah, yeah. Um, we get back to our place. Devin fucking talks to Allie on the phone in the middle of the drive home. We get back to our place. We it's actually Devin's turning thirty on midnight that night. He gets in at about eleven. We get home at about eleven thirty-five, eleven forty-five. We got some beers in the fridge. We immediately get on the roof, and we're hanging out on the roof for as Devin turns 30, just fucking chilling up there, drinking beers, hanging out, fucking listening to Bo Burnham, 30, obviously, as you do. Yep. But then it just fucking debaucherous weekend with Devin. De- uh, so, since we've been down here, since there's not gambling at bars, there's no like yeah. federal lottery. I haven't gambled at all. Devin found so many ways to gamble immediately when he was down here. Yeah. Like he just gambled literally every single way. Yeah. Sports betting, lottery tickets at the bar, casinos, fucking every single way. Devin every way did, that was possible, he figured he out. He figured out how. And he's asking us questions about like, do you guys know this? And it's like we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that at all. I have no drive to. If we go, I'll have fun. Yeah. But, like, I'm not getting video or I'm not getting sports betting on my phone. No, and I'm not going to the casino just to fucking throw some 20s in the slots. Like, at a bar, it's dangerous because the bar's right there and you're drunk and you have 20 bucks. Yeah. So you throw it in the machine. But. I wonder if you checked the three years before we moved. Three years after we moved, in terms of money won versus lost in video lottery, 
I mean, I think we know what the answer is. Yeah. But, like, if you actually looked at how much you probably saved, I mean, you win here and again. Yeah, but you never... But it's always a net loss. Yeah, because you never win a crazy amount. Like, a... You win enough for a fun night. Yeah. And then you immediately... The thing is, is when you win enough for a fun night, you immediately spend it that night. Exactly. So it's gone. It's yeah. already gone. So you spend whatever you put in the machine. And you spend whatever you took out. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Now, granted, you did pay for that fun night with maybe 20 bucks. That's true. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Still. I don't think the numbers are going to pencil in a way that's positive. I don't either. I don't think I'm coming out in the black on that one. I don't think either of us are. No. But yeah, you figured out every way to gamble. Played golf, you mentioned that. Oh yeah, he shot a 12 on the first hole. Shout out to Devin. Devin had a rough round of golf. That was a nice golf course. That was, that a nice, was nice Every golf hole was long. Yeah. That was a long Kevin I's game came down to the 18th hole, which is fun. It almost always does. That's true. Which is weird. Well, fitting. Keeps it interesting the whole time. Yeah. Devin was out of the running. Almost immediately. Almost immediately. You got a 12 on the You can't do a 12 on your first hole. That was painful. That was painful. And it was like his birthday. Like, it was like, ah, <laughs> hope you have the round of your life. <laughs> Fucking 12. Just chugging it. Coming out the shoots hot in the 30s, bud. Shoot your age on the first hole. He shot his age in about the first five holes. <laughs> yeah. Four holes. Uh. Yeah, it was a wild weekend, but it was, uh... Blurry. It was, it's all, yeah. And then he left Sunday, right? Yep. Oh, we went to the, uh, we went to those breweries that one night. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that one had good beer, but it pretty shitty atmosphere. The atmosphere was terrible. They yeah. hated us from the second we walked in. I know, in. and I don't know why. And Devin immediately started telling, oh, I saw you guys on Reddit. <laughs> it's like... I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> he eventually won him over. Well, Devin knows his beers. He does know his beers. Yeah, I mean, that's true. He could talk shit about beers. Because so, he did eventually warn him, warn him or win him over. It was uncomfortable for about that first 10 minutes. Yeah, I was like, dude, you got fucking five dudes in here that are willing to drink all your beer if you just don't be douchebags. And they just wanted to be douchebags. Yeah. Oh, That night, we ended up riding scooters and getting tacos. Taco Boys. Taco Boys. That was good as fuck. Yeah. Those scooters are fun. Scooters are fun. That was surprisingly good at it. Yeah. Well, like, didn't crash. Didn't crash. Yeah, we went to, uh, what was that second place we went to? I'm trying to remember. What did it look like? It was like a brewery deal, but, uh. That was a place with allegedly really good food, right? Yeah. I wanted to get it, but Taco Boys ended up being great. Did we get beer at that place? We got, oh, like, two beers. Yeah, we got a couple beers. It was outdoors. Yeah. It's packed. It was packed. That was fun. That was yeah. a fun, that was a fun vibe. That was a fun vibe. I don't remember what it was called. Wait. Surf? There's a wheelchair guy there. Remember that? Maybe. Beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that guy. There was a lot of dogs. That place was cool. Yeah. We all got the same beer and it was 
Average. Average. Is there Pilsner? Well, you knew we were going on a bar crawl, so it's like, I can't be buying IPAs. Devin did. So thing, well, obviously. But that's a thing that you don't know instinctively. You have to learn it the hard way. That if you're going to do a lot of bars in a row, you don't want to be hitting the IPAs real hard. Also, fucking Hayden came down for that bachelor party. Oh, yeah. We got that fucking VIP at that bar. Yeah, bottle service. Was way too fucking crowded. Yeah. I was hammered. Yeah. Yeah, I came home from Pine. I was... I met you guys way after. Yeah, fuck. We got food at the restaurant. You didn't... You were that. You showed up after food, yeah. I showed right up at the very end. That was fun. Pretty sure I could beat up Hayden. For and sure. I know I could beat up AJ. <laughs> oh, dude, we watched... Fuck it. We watched F-Boy Island. Let's talk about it. That's a good show. All right. F-Boy Island. Look, we're ahead of the curve on this one. This was the Sunday when I got back from Oregon. And we're just basically lounging around for the... Right? Yeah. yeah was that we're, I, yeah. We're just I'm, like I'm lounging dead. around. Yeah. And, uh... We, uh... We're just like, let's watch something just real fucking Just dumb. something stupid. Let's watch something dumb that we can laugh at. We're going through HBO. So we got... Fluff's password. Shout out Fluff. Allegedly, but shout out Fluff. Allegedly. Let's go, dude. And, uh... All of a sudden, we see this show called F-Boy Island. It's like, let's get a look at this. Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer's hosting a comedian. It's E-N-N-E. Some girls don't like that. Yeah. Some uh, girls do. So, F-Boy Island, the basic synopsis, there's three girls, and there's 24 guys. Yeah. 12 of them are nice guys. Yeah. And 12 of them are F-boys. <laughs> and they fucking... And it plays out like the Bachelorette or the Bachelor or whatever. But there's three but chicks. It's, it's basically incredibly stupid and sort of purposely funny. Yeah. Like it's both not purposely funny like when that guy ate shit. <laughs> and then like obviously they were playing up the fact that it's obviously called F-Boy Island. Yeah, and they wrote. Yeah, they wrote. The girls were dumb as absolute shit. Obviously, so were the guys. But there's three chicks, and they so don't know not who, all the guy. Yeah, they don't know. They who's don't know who F the F boy is and who the nice guy is, and they have to determine that. But there's three chicks between between all the guys, so all the guys aren't fighting over one chicks, well, over one chick. So the guys become buddies, and then they just are having fun. Well, some of them are fighting over the same girl, obviously. Yeah. But most of the time, they're just having fun. And then the chicks are just dumb, but fun and hot. Yeah. It's a good show. It's a fun show. It's good show. family fun. There's a new season coming out in July, so keep your eyes peeled. Keep your that. eyes open. It's good. It's good wholesome television. Bromances blossomed, and not gay ones, like actual just straight up bromances. Yeah. And uh, that's always fun to see. Two heterosexual guys be as gay as possible. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Shout out to fucking Garrett and CJ. Dude. Garrett and CJ. It's a worthwhile show. I really couldn't recommend it enough. The character development is off the charts. In terms of the dumbest show that's like super fun to watch, that might take the cake. It's up there, dude. It is right up there. Shout out to F-Boy Island. It's it's as as frustrating as it is fun. Yeah. That is, which is to say very frustrating. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we got into that. 
Rover's way got overturned. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> We've been up to stuff. Man, been a busy couple months. Got a pretty good mushroom trip the other day. Made some pretty uh, jokes. Yep. Not They're more on the Uvalde spectrum. Yeah, we... I call it the Uvalde spectrum. <laughs> Are you, on the, are you on the spectrum? Uh, <sighs> Shout out, Uvalde. That joke killed in uh, elementary school. Uvalde <laughs> <sighs> spectrum. Write it down. Remember it. Like you remember the Titans. Speaking of school shootings. <laughs> uh, what's the other? We brought up Aver Steak again. Aver. I don't even know if we came up with Aver Steak. We probably didn't by the last one. Yeah, uh, Aver Steak. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at Aver Steak. You can't explain it. If you want to hear how it, it's just going to have to happen. It cannot happen uh, by telling it. No. Aver Steak. I prefer Aver Steak. <laughs> So, good times. Then we're going to go camping with the boys. Going camping with the boys. In three, two weekends. And we don't know about if we can do fires up in Detroit. Signs would point to probably not. But does anybody have like one of those gas ones? It's not as good. What if we did another kayak camping trip? I feel like that would take more prep. I feel like it would take a lot more prep. On the Willamette? I feel like it would take more prep. Really? Yeah. Swim trunks. Cooler food. Kayaks. Kayaks. We all own kayaks. Hmm? We all own kayaks. I guess I got one back. I want to go to Detroit. I do too. I want to. I want someone to get eyes on it before we commit. Well, because all the people, Friday, I know, but all the people that want to go over from Arizona and all the people that are skeptical are from Oregon, so it makes me kind of skeptical. No, I would agree. But I would like a Detroit. Obviously, is number one choice. Yeah. Get back to the Rock. I don't think that's possible. I mean, the Rock is what made us. The Rock is what made us, but we can't go up that road. I don't uh, think. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe they'll open it for that weekend. Ooh. Things work out for the boys. That's true. I mean, that would be an act of God, but... Although to be able to get it that I next morning would be I think he's a fan. Hey, he's your wristband. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. But I... We took pool vote. It's Detroit, but we do need to find out. I know that it looks fine up there. Like, it, there are parts of it that look not good, but it looks fine. Is there any... Is this, the stores open still? We can go to the store? Mountain High Grocer's open. Okay. High Mountain Grocer. You think it's going to be packed, or you think it's going to be... That's what I don't know. Because I think that they're... In some ways, it's a weekend. Should we just come overloaded with beer and, and shit so we don't have to go to the store? Probably. Well... Maybe we should be giving them our, their, our business. Although, if they don't have anything, or if they're too low, that's going to be a problem. Or if it's fucking packed. Yeah. 
And everyone, they're fucking... Yeah, we're going to have to get beer before we go. We're just going to have to get everything before we go. I mean, we're going to do that anyways. Dude, Friday morning, make that Costco run. Or Ian probably is already... Not that I'm putting this on Ian, but he always just seems to step up. Yeah. He's Uh, already planning it, dude. But somebody... Or Devin will, too. Devin did that last year. Stepped up and made the Costco run. Um... And all we do is like stop at the liquor store on the way up. That one right outside, that one right in Staten. We gotta go to Detroit. We got. I mean, yeah. There's also the problem of finding a place to trip. There's places. Is it gonna be right off the highway? Are know. any of the side streets open? There are places you can go off the highway that are actually pretty good you just gotta hike to them a little bit but we have to hike down to the rock anyways be similar well yeah but there might be spots over at Detroit somewhere at the lake maybe 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 so we'll figure it out Detroit Detroit is where I wanna be though it's where I wanna be it just the boys are all splintered right now Sort of. Yeah. I mean, we are. We are. We're splintered. We need to get back to we Detroit. We need to get back to Detroit. Take some psychedelics. Get back. Get back to our roots. God, it's going to be good. Listen time. to some Bo Burnham and some Sturgill. Yeah. Some John Party, maybe. Sturgill always hits when you're tripping. Sturgill hit fucking hard on the roof. Yeah, it did. <laughs> It literally just captivated our attention for three songs. We were in a trance. Yeah. There is almost nothing better than that. Like, tripping day is always great, but also the day you're going up there. Yeah. You wake up early. You pack your stuff. Whoever you're riding with shows up. You, you hop in the car, tunes are tunes on. Tunes are on, dude. No matter what tunes you're playing, it's a good vibe. It's a great vibe. You start, you get out of Dayton, you get to Salem, you get through Salem, you get to Staten, you stop at the liquor store. By this time, you're out of town. You're making the climb up towards Detroit. You're losing cell service, not you're yet. Losing, but not yet, but it's coming. Yeah, but you know, yeah. You you're know, You know that you're about to be just with the boys hanging out. Setting up camp. Setting up camp. You fucking stop by the liquor store, you get liquor, you get beer, and you drive to Detroit. Past Giovanni's, Giovanni's Pizza. And all of a sudden you start winding around where it's just like a big rock face and then it's green everywhere and then all of a sudden there's a river river, and then there's the dam and you just keep climbing. You make that big long turn into fucking Detroit Probably is beautiful. I think it's still... That taco shop, shop on your left is burned up. I know. Where Fluff got his life spent at the lake sweatshirt. Pretty much everything to the right is burned up except the High Mountain Grocer. Yeah. The bar is... Just a couple other scattered The bar is probably stores. burned up. Probably can't be a lottery there anymore. The bar is closed. Yeah. It's going to be a bummer not having that for breakfast. But... And the fucking Marion Forks closed, which sucks. Yeah. That was always a great place to get a breakfast. Right it's there almost on the, like they were tipped off. Right there on the creek. <laughs> of what was coming. Those sons of bitches. They started it. They didn't because the hatchery's fine. 
That place, if that place didn't burn down and they went back there and reopened it, ooh, yeah, they really should. Would I eat breakfast there? Holy shit! Once a year. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Anyway, so all of a sudden, then we come around that spot on the bridge, right by the hatchery. Pull into the hatchery. I just crack some beers and set up camp. First, you drive past Brighton Bush. You look at Brighton Bush Road and you just go, "Ooh, it's up there. up there! Somewhere. It's up there!" And I want to kiss it. Eat the dirt. Eat the dirt. Our dirt tastes better than yours. We need to get back there and eat some dirt. That is a fact. We haven't eaten dirt in too long. It's been too long. Maybe that guy was a lot of dirt salesman for seven miles. <laughs> he seemed pretty convinced. And then we just have a weekend with the boys. Getting rowdy. Getting rowdy, getting reckless. Talking shit. Eating breakfast. We need to get that game. What game? Hitler? Hitler, whatever it's called. Secret Hitler? Secret Hitler. Yeah. I can't tell you right now if it's Hitler, but we need to get (laughs) it. Love's definitely Hitler. Remember when you got the bat? Love shouldn't have a bat. Love shouldn't have a bat on the roof. Where did he have that bat? On the roof. Oh, yeah. And he was getting fucking aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Immediately. He turned immediately into a dictator. Guess who has the bat now? <laughs> hey, you guys are going to do what I say. Sit down, Shelbert. <laughs> so all that's going to be going down. That is going to be a good weekend. Holy cow. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be so fun. It's my favorite weekend of the year. I look forward to it like, like, like I look forward to Christmas. Better than Christmas. It feels like Christmas comes more often than that. Yeah. I love the boys' trip. Harrison missed it last year. This year he's getting a ticket. We missed it last year. Well. We didn't trip. We didn't trip. We just camped. You got a trip. Well, yeah. I mean, like, we had fun, obviously. We got high. We drank. We played games. We had fun. Yeah. But you gotta have a day of tripping with the boys. You gotta have a day of tripping with the boys. Well, because here's the other thing, is part of the trip is the trip itself, which, what I mean by that is, you get out of town, you get out of cell service, you go even further to a spot, whatever the spot is, and then you go way out. Yeah. With mushroom drugs. LSD. And, like... That's that help facilitates your ability to like disconnect, and disconnect, and like really the, yeah. be in the moment. And it's the only way to do. Like it's not the only way to do it. It is the it's number the best way one. It's the best way to do it. Out in nature, no connection to reality, and then literally with days and days on each side. Yeah, that, day to prepare and a day to soak in. Yeah, day to prepare in the woods. Like, get a sense of your surroundings. And then just, like, the bubble that you're in. Yeah. Like, when you're laying on the rock, there's no, nothing in the universe exists except what we're looking at, and the trees are just beckoning us. Yeah. And the clouds are just... It's kaleidoscope. Two weeks, Kevin. There's no bluer sky than the sky in Detroit, and that's a fact. That is a fact. And there's no more beautiful water. No. Than those of Brighton Bush River. Brighton Bush Creek. That spot is 
Bon appetit. Even if we can't find, or, you know, if we can't get to that one, we could walk up there. I mean, that's true. That would be probably five miles. Probably uphill with a keg of beer and or a ke- uh, cooler full of beer. Are you wheelie coolers? No, we can't. Why not? We're gonna get thirsty. Wheelie coolers. A wheelie cooler. They said we can leave the cooler. How dare you? No, we wheel them up. Did you say such a thing? A couple wheelie coolers. That is a long hike, though. Yeah, there's so many places we can go out there. Theoretically, if we brought food and drinks, water, along with beer, like if we brought everything, we could go 30 minutes away and find a spot in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And trip and then just wait until... No. We can't drive food when it's on. It's gotta be well, close. the amount of time it takes to get back from the spot is 30 minutes. We stop in the town. That's true. Still stop in the town. I drove it once. It's weird. I drove it once. I drove it on my favorite drive. Yeah. Which was when we were all coming down the hill and Sturdo was on. Yeah. And we all hit it hard on that. But if sometimes... God, that was great. Daddy has to go on. I can't remember what vehicle I was driving, but it was weird driving it. I was driving Harrison's F-150. I think I was too, and I was thinking about when I was steering the wheel, how that was connected to the fucking axle, and it was turning the tires, and I was like... There's a bunch of cars piling up behind me and I was just like I'm not going faster than this sorry yeah you gotta drive safe (laughs) as we were honestly drive safe drive sober kids honestly I was probably the most sober I don't drink when we trip I mean that's how I felt too like I felt fucking locked in I felt like a hundred dollars I didn't feel like I was driving bad at all I felt like Doc Ellis probably felt when he pitched the perfect game that's how I felt I'm locked in baby this is what I was born to do. We're gonna find a spot. We always do. There's a thousand spots along that river and the lake. We always do. And I think it'll be the same amount of people total. Maybe I, a few extra. I think it'll be less. Yeah, actually probably will because July fourth is happening two weekends before. Yeah. So there's some people who put it off that one extra week and they're going to do it that next week. We're doing another week after that. That's savvy. (laughs) That's a veteran move. It is. I think we're going to be sitting pretty. We've got to figure out the fire situation, but we'll figure that out. We're going to have a fire. Obviously. If I know us. Yeah. And I know us. I know us. We're going to have a fire. But we're not going to catch... The woods on fire, which is no, we're not. That's the that's the we are responsible. We're responsible campers, as it sounds based off of all of our camping stories and experiences. (laughs) Yeah, drugs, hammered. Yeah, but Ian brings that grill, and so we can sustain ourselves. Yeah. Morning, eating off that grill, dude. Bacon, eggs, hash browns. I'm also excited about just drinking light beer and not sometimes having the IPA out of the keg because... Why don't you think we're only going to have light beer? 
I mean, we'll probably have a few IPAs. No, we'll we're not going to have a keg of IPAs. No, we're mostly probably going to have Coors Lights and Lagers. Yeah. Which is good. Devin will obviously have his IPAs, but Devin's a different breed. Devin's a different breed. But the point is... Devin play have some... We're going to wake up light on our feet each morning. Just drinking light beers? Light on our feet, Kevin. Light on our feet. Smoking a joint. Cup of coffee. Turn that shit right around. Fluff nibbling the cheese. Will you go back to Boardman? No. Come on. No. (laughs) No. How far is Boardman? Where is Boardman? I don't even know, dude. We were in the middle of seemingly nowhere, and then we came across this town called Boardman. Yeah. And we camped there, and then we drove a mysterious amount of time home. We drove, yeah. I don't know. I don't. That trip was so weird. That trip, uh, yeah. It had a bunch of different phases to it. Yeah, it did. That was weird. That was one of we just we just. We decided to just go find somewhere to camp out in the wilderness, and we brought a trailer. Yeah. We don't think things through. No. Then we met Tessa. Tessa. Well, briefly. That'd we be better. Yeah, unfortunately. We, like, set up camp, and then we're like, oh, we were just making lunch. <laughs> we're going to hit the yeah. road, you fucking psycho bitch. He tries to get in here, I'm going to kill him. Whatever she said. Yeah, her boyfriend took his gu- took her guns. Uh, yeah, she wasn't happy about that. Well, she let us know. Yeah, we had to get out of there. And we did. We yeah. wound up in Boardman. And then we had an underrated trip. Yeah. Because we ate the mushrooms the night before, remember? Oh, yeah. At the other campsite, which we probably should have just stayed at. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't. Not neither. But that was fun. We were cranking it to Hank. Yeah. This is a sweet radio station. You are cranking. Thank you for cranking it with Hank. I don't you know what. You're welcome. I don't have. I don't know where Boardman is. No. Cause where were we? It's somewhere on the gorge, isn't it? Yeah, we were. Yeah. So it's out Hood River, like past there, maybe. But yeah, dude. I don't know. We were out there, and it's just a nice little RV park. Yeah. We got a spot. Right on the river. Off. Right on the river. Yeah. We got a sweet spot. We saw the barge saw the go by. the best sunsets like, of almost all the time. Yeah. The barge went by. barge went by. Love it. Jeez. We started guessing. We started asking if you could guess how many car lengths a train was based on seconds it took to drive by. nibbled the cheese definitely not what I would plan no but that's why it became what it was I think the whole was, thing was on the fly I think that was when we finally got chairs though I think you're right I think that was that trip the fourth and fifth one on it came off on the freeway <laughs> he didn't start ripping off not only is that the one where we finally got chairs we had to buy them on the trip because we all forgot chairs yeah. it's like alright we're gonna just buy some. we're gonna definitely stop pass a Walmart we'll stop and get some ugh fuck it's coming up. We're shooting for Detroit. Fluff will get some eyes on it. Fluff's a reliable good buddy. Yeah. 
Give him a knee and a reason to go drive up there. Yeah. Ooh, stop by Costco, get some Polish dogs. Ooh, I'd get a chicken bag. Oh! How often do you get a chicken bag? It's one of these weekends, I think I'm just going to go to Costco, get a box of chicken bags, and just eat them all weekend. They're so good. Chicken bags are so good. Like, in terms of favorite foods... It's a top ten. That's a top three for me. I love chicken a chicken so bag, dude. Holy shit. If we got an air fryer... I'm angling at it. And a chicken bake? Oh, boy. The heavens have opened yeah, up. Yeah, we, uh... Yeah, we just found, like, basically our new mission. <laughs> I'm gonna go door knocking. We're eating buying our own box, Kevin. Yeah. I don't on eating them all. Oh yeah. Some hot sauce on there. You ever melted a little bit of cheese on top? A little Ooh. pepper jack, Ooh, little pepper sweet jack deal. Shit. That's good. Make it a double. I used to eat those. For, I, I used to eat those for lunch all the time when I was working on the farm. I might get some on Sunday. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I might go get some on Sunday, like after Whiskey Row. Remember when we used to fucking go to Lupita's and just stuff ourselves? Yeah. And then fucking die? That worked. Barely bend over, pick up a pipe. What are you going to do? I never learned. Nope. Part of the charm. Oh, those boys never learn. <laughs> <laughs> Turning 30, so I'll be a beautiful level wisdom. Ah, you're turning 30 soon. Oh, yeah. And then I'm turning 30 soon, and folks turning 30 soon. We're all just fucking turning 30. Getting up there, getting wiser, I can feel it. I can feel it in my balls. Yeah, I'm so fucking smart now. It sounds like it. Well, <laughs> I've been book learning lately. <laughs> So, there it is. I mean, I hear the 30s are the new 20s, basically. Pretty sure every decade is the new previous decade. That must have sucked for the Germans right after the fucking Nazis, huh? Talk about deja vu. Wait, there's again, huh? (laughs) Hold on. I'm not getting on that train. Oh, hold on, hold on. I will not be silenced. My body, my choice. I have one. Roy v. Roe v. Wade overturned. Yep. Quite the controversy. Quite the con. You can say that. People seem upset. People seem bothered by it for sure. Personally, never had an abortion, so I don't want to speak on that. I've paid for a couple, but did you ever have one? She did. Oh boy, we had a big bug in this house. 
Yo, that thing was gnarly. Oh, a little thunder rolling in. Thunder, thunder rolls. God, dude, that was gnarly. That was loud. That sounded close. Oh, you think maybe it was fireworks? Um. That sounded like thunder. No, it's stormy out. Did you not get that, like, oh, I sure warning did. on your phone? Yeah, I sure did. Twenty-two, baby. Kids born in twenty twenty-two won't be able to vote until twenty forty. Yeah, that doesn't seem real. Who will be around? The country. This is probably a bigger relief now more than ever. Summer break from school. Oh, yeah. They've been stuck in school for a total of one consecutive year. They can't wait to get out. Well, three months of not getting shot. That's pretty good. Hey, that's a, that's exciting. That goes on the Evolve Spectrum. Unless you go to the mall or the movie theater <laughs> or a concert. Go to family's house. Fucking get your teenage angst like fucking ready to go. Let's go. 